0: I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories.
1: I remember seeing you sweat.
0: Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. What is it about Eric Amber that seems to make him an uncanny conduit for the unpredictable? Add to this concoction Shea Hooray and Fraser Hooper, and the power of this clown vortex is thrown into hyperdrive. Eric connected with Shay for a chat back in February of 2013, which is where we first heard the story, and Magic Brian got Fraser Hooper to tell the same story while they were both performing at the Adelaide Fringe Festival in 2014. Amazingly, all three members of this cast remember the story in freakishly precise detail. Three performers, five police guards, and an unbelievable case of mistaken identity all combine in a story we're calling Clowns on the Run.
1: Why don't you tell the story about how you and Fraser Hooper almost got arrested?
0: Well, yeah, you were kind of
2: involved in that story as well.
1: I do recall being there.
2: Yeah, you were driving the car.
1: That's true. I was the reason why we got pulled over.
2: Yeah, I'm going to tell 90% of the story. As opposed to 100%. Just to leave something to the international Do you want me to start the story? Yeah, you start it, you start it.
1: So I believe that you were in Canada yep. on a mini tour. Yeah. And Fraser Hooper was also on that tour.
2: Yeah.
3: I was over uh, playing some of the Canadian festivals, so I had a good time. And of course
2: I know Shay well from New Zealand.
1: And the two of you decided to join me for a couple of days of catching up and drinking. And not causing trouble?
2: Not causing any trouble, yeah.
1: Just some friends from all corners of the globe? Yeah. You're obviously from New Zealand, and Fraser's from England, and I'm from Canada.
3: Anyway, we have gone to see uh, Chris, Chris Hoople, Chris Gibbs, uh, mm-hmm. but he, I knew him from Hoople. Um, so we went to watch Chris's stand-up, and we had a really nice time. So Where we, were you in Canada? We were in Calgary. South in Calgary. South in Calgary, okay. in Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Chris sat in the front, and Shay and I in the back, and Eric was driving. And uh, we dropped Chris off, said goodbye
2: to him, and then we carried on.
1: Just three happy fellows on their way home after a night at the pub.
2: Yeah, we've had a couple of drinks. We've
1: had a couple of drinks, but we're not too smashed.
2: No, no, you were the most behaved out of us all because you had the wheel. Uh,
1: That's right.
2: Yeah. And then we're driving home, and all of a sudden there's this whoop, whoop. Eric looks in the rear view mirror and says, oh, there's something going on here. You'd seen them tracking us for some time whoop whoop and then you pull into this sort of car park and things escalated super quick all of a sudden uh, we hear
3: get out of the car (laughs) driver get out of the car with your hands up and And, uh, eric does this puts his hands up in the air and Shay and i are looking in the back sitting in the back going what is going on we really had no idea
2: So there's a police car pulls in behind, and then through the front window, we see a police car block us off from the front, so there's no getting away. Another police car sort of in the distance, so I think we're surrounded by five police cars.
1: It's actually four police cars and a police van.
2: Yeah, a paddy wagon.
1: Paddy wagon, that's correct.
2: Yeah. Now, we don't have that big a police force in New Zealand. OK, so that's like the whole country. That's like a manhunt sort of territory for me.
1: So you guys were a bit um, Tip- concerned.
2: Oh, yeah, tipsy and concerned. I think I was sober as a judge straight away, actually.
1: I remember trying to be reasonable off the top and saying something along the lines of what seems to be the problem, officer?
2: Yeah, that's a textbook amber, though. That's a start super happy positive, And then there's only one place to go from there downhill and then work your way back up. Yeah. Next thing, you're unbuckling your belt, and there's guns drawn over the top of cars, which, OK, police don't have guns in New Zealand.
3: Well, they've got guns. they have fucking guns. I mean, I'm from England. I mean, the guns is
2: like, you know, it's, uh, it was full on. Fraser and I are both shedding our pants. So then, eventually, they're like, put your hands in the air.
1: That's right. Get out
3: of the car. Get out of the
2: car. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Hands in the air.
3: And and I look at each other and simultaneously we go, <laughs> hands up, <laughs> and our hands go up. And Eric gets out of the car and uh, disappears.
2: So you've got out of the car, and I am unsure exactly what happened to you, but you ended up in the paddy wagon.
1: They handcuffed me straight away and put me in the back of the van. Yeah. But the van that I was in had windows, so I could see you and Fraser in the back of my van with your hands up.
2: Yeah, which is perfect, because we were looking at each other, and for some reason, Fraser and I just assumed, like, oh, Eric's doing some fucking dodgy shit that we don't know about. And we kind of just justified it in our own minds that maybe... We had nothing to do with this, and we were innocent.
3: And we're there, sitting in the back of the car. You know, Eric's gone, with our hands in the air, and uh, we're going, what's going on? We've done nothing. We've done nothing
2: wrong. And we're laughing a little bit. We were a little bit drunk. We weren't pissed. We were a little bit merry. So I said to Fraser, did they tell us to put our hands up? And Fraser sort of went, I don't know. No, I don't think so. So slowly with our hands sort of up touching the roof, we slowly bring our hands down in like super slow motion, thinking, okay, if, if we're supposed to have them up, they're going to tell us to put them back up. So, oh,
3: just relax, you've done nothing wrong, you know.
2: We get our hands down to our lap, we're sitting there, and then we just start to talk again. And then the police officer notices that we seem to have not have our hands visible anymore. Put your hands up, put your hands, like this. And I had a little bit of poo jump out, I'm certain, Fraser was looking startled.
3: And then they said, Passengers,
2: leave the car with your arms
3: raised. And I remember sort of feeling like, How do I open the door (laughs) with my hands (laughs) in the the air? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of going, Ooh.
2: They get Fraser to get out of the car. I'm the last one to get out. Fraser gets put in a patrol car. I didn't look back to see because I was too scared to move at this stage. Then they eventually get me out of the car. I was so scared, man. I was really scared. My mum doesn't even know this story. I was so scared that I kind of just lost all what I should be doing. And they said, come to the middle of the vehicle, like this. But they said vehicles, not vehicle. So there's two police cars sort of flanking the back of your van. And I've gone up with my hands up. And I've decided, because I've seen heaps of those cop shows, I'm kind of addicted to them. So I've gone up to the middle of the police car on the right, placed both hands on the bonnet, and then spread my legs, thinking that that's what I am supposed to be doing. And they have gone, to the middle of the vehicles! So I've shat again, hands have gone straight up, and I've done almost Birdman-esque crab walk to the centre of the vehicles, which I remember thinking at the time, what was that? You know, it was just out of pure fear. I didn't know what to do. Then they end up putting me in a patrol car and then the questioning comes up.
3: The policeman comes over and he said, what are you doing here? And I said, uh, I'm a clown. And, uh, <laughs> what a great answer. <laughs> I said, I've just been doing a, you know, some shows. Where are you from? He uh, said, so I live in New Zealand, but I'm British. And he said, hold on. And he goes over and he does something on his car and checks some uh, information. Meanwhile, Shay is having exactly the same conversation.
2: So I get asked, how do you know the other guys? And I said, in quite a frantic voice, I'll do my best to replicate it, but it was, um, well, I'm from New Zealand. Um, uh, I'm a clown. I met the other guy being a clown from New Zealand and the other guy in the other car is a clown. He taught me, he taught me how to be a clown. And, um, and I'm just a clown. We're all clowns. Okay. So he's kind of gone. Yeah. All right. Chill out. But he can see that I'm really freaking out. You know, he's closed the door. And then I hear him through the glass saying to the other guy, this guy's saying he's a clown. And the other guy's going, yeah, this guy's saying he's a clown too. And then they verified it that in fact, Eric, the paddy wagon was a clown and then they sort of make a kind of a huddle in between all the vehicles and goes looks like we just picked up a whole lot of clowns
1: yeah I was in the paddy wagon at that point obviously I couldn't hear what was being said to you or Fraser but at one point they let Fraser out of the van out of the car lead him to the back of the van and I see them motion to the suitcase
3: I said it's just my show stuff they're my boxing gloves, so, you know, I do the giant boxing yeah. show. I've got giant, giant, massive gloves. Yeah. I mean, they're Size of well child. Yeah. They're in the back of this case for the show. So, Shay says, hey, show them, Fraser, show them. So, uh, I take out the glove and I punch the policeman. <laughs> <laughs> of course, why would <laughs> <At> that <point. laughs> it, was, it was fantastic.
1: So, all I know is my two friends are being arrested... Fraser Hooper is punching a police officer in the head with giant boxing gloves and that's when the doors to the paddy wagon fly open and they say to me have you been drinking and I said well yeah of course I've been drinking I had a couple beers and they said okay you're under arrest for 24 hours and I said but I'm under the legal limit just blow me.
3: He could feel the others trying not to laugh. And he
1: said, what did you say? And I said, I mean, breathalyze me, just breathalyze me. And he says, get out of the car, clown. And he unhandcuffs me, and he leads me back to the van where you and Fraser have been released. And they say, okay, you can go. And I hear one of the cops say under his breath, you're not the clowns we're looking for.
2: (laughs) You were outside beside me, and you were like, Here's a cigarette. I don't normally smoke, but I need a cigarette. Give me a bloody cigarette. I
1: wanted to leave straight away, but you and Fraser were like, oh, well, as long as we're free to go, do you mind if yeah. we just take a couple of photographs? Yeah,
2: a couple of pho- and, and the
1: cops actually were like, okay, no problem. Yeah. And you guys thought it was hilarious, and my heart was pounding. I was like, yeah, great.
2: <laughs> That's a good story.
0: Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the efforts of an amazing group of people who share a passion for the recording, editing, and presenting of these stories. And with this story, we've got a bit of a bonus. Swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website and check out images that were captured the night that this story took place. And while you're on the site, remember that this is a massive labor of love. So if you like what you're listening to, help us cover the hard costs of this otherwise free resource by clicking the Donate button on the Busker Hall of Fame website. You'll be magically whisked to a page where you can throw a little cash our way via PayPal. Go on, click that button. All the cool kids are doing it. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website. Got a story to tell, something you think we could improve, news you'd like us to include in one of our mailouts? or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor for an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, co-producer Lindsay Lindbergh, Magic Brian and Eric Amber, who captured these recordings, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.